All right, guys. So for this episode, we have a special guest. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? What's popping, y'all? I go by uh, Be Lyrical, Rare Few. You feel me? Uh, I'm a rapper slash entrepreneur. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Business-minded, businessman. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Yeah, so you say you got started with music like when you were 13, right? Yeah. And started. what made you like take interest? Uh, well, pretty much. Uh, I was rapping with my cousin and a, a crew of uh, mm -hmm. people. We called ourselves Block Stars, and from there, Block Stars. Yeah, yeah, the Block Stars. It was interesting, <laughs> right? Uh, and actually, there was another group of people that had the same name. Okay. Like we saw the, you know, like people putting up the Jones on the post on the posters on the. Uh, Jonskis, mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. What the yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. But in any case, that was that ended. You know what I'm saying? People ain't consistent. So I was on and off rapping for a couple of years, and then I figured I might as well take it serious. So you mm -hmm. know I mean, I started the rare few thing, and now we're here. Okay. Okay. So I listened to a few of your songs. Um, do you have like an inspiration for like your music, or like how do you begin like your creative flow you're writing? Uh, well, with my writing, I normally just, like, listen to beats and try to catch inspiration from a beat that mm -hmm. catches my ear. Uh, and once I find a beat, I just, I go for it and, uh, you know, I write it. Okay. Some drones take longer than others. I, sometimes I have to write a verse, come back to it, write half a verse, come mm -hmm. back to it. Sometimes I write the whole song, like, for my, uh... Mm -hmm. My newest song that I just dropped, My Energy, that John I wrote pretty much in one sitting. Okay. But other than that, though, I mean, sometimes it's a longer process. Okay. I really like that song. I was listening to it on my way here. I'm like, it's all right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Do you have it. anyone who inspires you musically? Uh, yeah, I would say, like, Lupe Fiasco. You know. I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say that. Like, I haven't heard that name in a while either. Yeah, Lupe, I mean, uh, a lot of people, I guess, think, well, I mean, I personally think he's doing too much right now. Like, he was really dope with food and liquor and the cool and all of that, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But now, I guess, he's trying to be a little super lyrical. He's trying to be, like, super Lupe lyrical type shit. And, right. I mean, it is what it is. But Lupe Fiasco, Lil Wayne, Kendrick J. Cole, of course, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh... Uh, that's about it. That's that's all that can come to my head right now. That's a good what, yeah. top five right there. Yeah. I, when you mentioned Lupe, it's so funny because I was just listening to Food and Liquor the other day. Mm -hmm. And I just like how he's able to connect the whole storyline through like his music. Word. Do you feel like that's something like when you're writing, you try to like make a story towards your music? For sure. Like uh, I definitely try to... My whole thing is I want to motivate and inspire people to, to, to go after what they want. Uh, so pretty much whenever I'm writing, I, I try to keep, you know, uh, pretty much a storyline of like somebody coming from the struggle or mm -hmm. somebody, you know, making it from nothing, you know what I'm saying? To try to motivate people to realize that you can do what you want to do. You just got to get to it. You can't sit on your ass and, and, and whine and shit, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Can't make excuses. You got to just do that shit. So like, 
I mean, that's that's pretty much what I try to push. Yeah, because that's really hard. Like, when you always have an idea, you're always thinking, like, all right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Then, like, a year go by, and, like, you're still in the same situation. So motivation is, like, the key to anything. Mm-hmm. That's how you drive the boat. Like, <laughs> that's the saying. Everybody's that's saying, exactly yeah. Um, so today on our show, we're going to be our main topic that we want to discuss. And, of course, we want to get, you know, a fellow's perspective on communication and, like, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And our experiences with it, um, I think that uh, this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I said this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> I, I did. I feel like I need another fella uh, to, to back you up. Right no, we're yeah, not gonna take you right, uh, too badly. Too badly. <laughs> I <ain't that>. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. So um, I think the first part of like communicating, I think, is the listening aspect. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't know how to listen. Um, and I've definitely been guilty of it. Like, sometimes when you're talking to someone, you're just trying to, like, get your point across. So when they're talking, you're not necessarily listening to actually understand what they're saying. It's mm-hmm. more so like, okay, hurry up so I can, like, say my point. Um, and I think, I think that's how it was. <laughs> I think that's, I think what, I think the, the source of that is just anger. You, you know what I'm so? saying? Sometimes you got to sit back, take a breath, and be like, all right, what's going on? Like, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like, it's a little give and take. You know so you saying? think it's always like anger when the when a person doesn't want to like actually listen? sit and listen? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's no logic in in that. You know what I'm saying? There's no logic in mm-hmm. not listening to the other person's perspective, even if you don't agree. You can listen, be like, and understand. Mm-hmm. Try to understand, mm-hmm. but you know that doesn't mean you agree. But you right. can try to listen and understand. I can agree to that only because like last week, you know. Me and Ari, we was, like, trying to figure out something out with our schedules. Uh-huh. And I was just irritated. And I was, like, instead of me going, like, in, because when we go in, we go in. I'm, like, mm-hmm. let me sit back. Right. Let me chill. Let me look at her perspective. And then I just let it go. And then everything wound up working out, right. like, better for mm-hmm. the both of us. So I think you do have to actually just take into consideration how the other person is feeling. So right. that way... There's no point of us going back and forth. Right. Like, where are we going to get? We're going to be mad 20 minutes later. So exactly. that's a really good perspective to think that anger is the cause of miscommunication. Right. In a lot of cases, you know what I'm saying, or just stubbornness. Yeah. Yeah, stubbornness. Know. Or just, like, the wanting of your perspective to be, like, the dominant perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it is really hard to listen because, it, like, to be a good listener, I feel like you also, like you were saying, like, have to be able to comprehend. Okay, so I'm going to listen but now let me actually try to, like, understand and process, like, what you're saying. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely, like, I mean, listening is, like, a is like a key component to being a leader. You feel what I'm saying? You got you to gotta be able to listen to your people in order to lead your people. You know what mm. I'm saying? And you also got to be able to, you know, at the same time, tell them what's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sternly. But also, you know, motivate them and give them some type of, right. you know, some type of push to keep going type shit or else you're just going to feel like you're always beating them down. Now yeah. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. That's yeah, a that's, good point. Yeah, that's a, a good point. Um, I think, I think for me, my challenges is that like when someone isn't making sense, I'm just like, I really don't care for the rest of what you're going to say. And I think that's yeah. a lot of people. Like, if you feel like the, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like a lot I mean, of people do that. I mean, a lot that. of people do do that. I'm not a lot of people though. That's what okay. I mean. That's yeah, rare few. You feel what I'm saying? Rare yeah. Few. It's, it's all a it's all a mentality. It's all a mindset. You know what right. I'm saying? It's more than just 
feeling that you're unique, you gotta have a unique mindset. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's me personally. Mm-hmm. I've learned to like observe my listening abilities, or and I do like when people aren't just making sense to me. I just don't really care to hear what the rest of they're saying. Um, but that's not fair because then if I want them to hear what I'm gonna say, I have to. I wouldn't want them to shut me down just because like. I don't make sense to them. Right. And I think that's a skill that everybody has to realize, like, you know, this is going to be, like, kind of a conversation with no one if mm-hmm. I'm just listening just so you I can get my point across and vice versa. Like, we both have to be actively listening as well as, like, actively trying to get our points across. Right. I think it's just, it's not, it's all about how you do it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you can still say, like, listen, I hear you, but... I just don't understand you. And a person can be like, all right, well, let me break it down a little bit simpler for you. Right. Instead of just being like, listen, I hear you, but I don't care to understand you. It's like, right. you see the difference? <laughs> That's a very asshole yeah. thing to, to, you know what I mean, do. Right. But a lot of people feel that way. way. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's not how you grow as a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you don't got to agree with everything, but you can try to understand. Understand, it, you right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then you can move along from there you know what I'm saying yeah Yeah. going back to like the growing as a person Mm -hmm. if you're not like trying to grow that's not going to really be something that you're conscious about like in conversations that's factual and I think that's something me and Dorian talk about all the time is like accountability accountability and growth and just like if you're not in that space you can't even start to begin to process that communication has all these different like components and that you whether you believe you're right or wrong in the conversation that you still have to give like a X amount of energy for it to be like a, like a, a conversation that actually yields to like something like a result. Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. Because if you just stay like that, it's not right. going nowhere. So yeah, you got to compromise. Yeah. That's the number one rule to me in a relationship is compromising. Like in any type of relationship, exactly. because it's not to say compromise on everything but you have to at least be willing to compromise to be understanding to the other person because you want me to compromise to you and your feelings you know you have to do the same for me when it comes to communicating do you feel like with you being you know a musician do you think like today's music is communicating a right the right message to people Mm. no (sighs) see okay okay so <laughs> it's because it's, it's deep because mm-hmm. there's songs because every artist artists are hypocrites at the end of the day like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying what they put on wax is hypo- is hypocritical one one song you you know one song you can talk about about you know fucking 20 bitches can i curse on yeah, yeah, yeah listen right, we so be cursing all the time <laughs> so you can talk about you know meek mill fucking you know bitches in the bathroom whatever the fuck the case is and then the next song you're talking about, you know, social reform and we need to do better and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's I feel like music, as far as my music, it comes from an emotional part of me mm-hmm. as far as, you know, what what am I feeling today? Like, these niggas is pissing me the fuck <laughs> off. Right, right. I'm going to write it down. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Hold on, you know what I'm saying? Like, what was my, what was my line? Like, I said, uh, you know, make me have to kill him, use their head, is like a mantelpiece. You think what I'm saying? Like, that's like an angry line. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, like, y'all niggas is pissing me the fuck off type shit. You know what I'm right. saying? And, and also, what, you know, what skews lines is that, like, not everything is meant literally in music also. You think right. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. shit is metaphorical. 
So because yeah. we were just talking about before we started how you know I sing a city girls and Megan a stallion, but I'm not actually about none of that shit they be talking about. I'm not scamming no niggas. I'm right. not fucking on no rich ass niggas, Birkin bags, five six figures. Like I'm not doing any of that, <laughs> but. I like the song. So right. I think that's a good point. Like, you know what I Sometimes get music is just communicating something, but that's not necessarily communicating what people are really doing. I think so too. But, and I think it's just getting the experience this person lived. Like, exactly. this is right. someone who has experienced something different than I'm Scamming used to. Scamming niggas out here. Yeah, like, I'm not used to that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not what I get into. So to see someone express themselves, like, I'm doing this and it just put it to an upbeat, like, motion, it's like, and it's mm-hmm. kind of cool. That's like, facts. that's why I kind of dig. Right. Yeah. So, and then when like when you talk about you know people switching it up, like I always think about Kanye because I feel like he's a person, although he's very misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I think you know sometimes we try to always like cover things up for him. So I don't know if you heard, but he's trying to open up this new church where people can express their you know faith to God through art. What do you think about that? I haven't heard about it. But I mean, uh, that's interesting. That's a that's a that's a steep slope for me because uh, mm-hmm. you know religion is is, is uh, something I don't I don't necessarily. Uh, but I mean, you know, Kanye do Kanye, you to know, each right. his own. yeah, to each his own. But uh, I don't know, like, because I'm Muslim, so it's like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I I believe what I believe. Right. Kanye believes what he believes. So right. That's cool and dandy. You know what I'm saying? Him having a church to you know i mean that's cool mm-hmm. i guess it's a, yeah it's a cool idea you know i don't okay. got no necessarily i don't got no opinion on it yeah but yeah but what you were saying about kanye being misunderstood like i feel like the whole that the the mega cap that he was wearing like i feel like he was trying to flip it mm-hmm. on him you know what i'm saying like a lot of people were giving him shit about it but i feel like he was trying to find power within the cap to say like y'all tried to troll but I'm going to flip the troll back on you type shit. Yeah. But he just wasn't having enough backing from his community to let to get the troll through. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. people be giving... My thing about it is people that... Some people are forward thinkers. Like, all right. So, like, I was watching a Jay-Z interview. Uh, he was on The Breakfast Club or some shit. Mm-hmm. And he's explaining how Kanye is the guy that goes over the hill gets shot by the arrows and comes back over like, yo, there's a whole lot of niggas over there. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But as far as musically, so you know what I'm saying? People that are forward thinking sometimes are going to be the ones that are crucified. Mm -hmm. But then you come back and now we're, we got technology and all that shit. You dig what I'm saying? Like whatever the case is, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We got new kinds of music. Now we got Uzis and we got, you know, all these new dudes that are coming up because of what one man started you right. know what I'm saying and he was forward thinking enough to see that shit so sometimes that's just how shit happens yeah I agree with that cause it takes a lot of courage to be the person to view it first and see it first and bring the message back to the people cause it's just like they don't understand what I'm going through I can communicate it to them like Listen, I just like you said, I just saw all this shit and you communicated to them, but this is something they never experienced before. Word. So it looks crazy to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's the whole part about understanding people because even sometimes I catch myself going in on Kanye. Like I'm like, what the <laughs> what the hell is he thinking? But Word. you know, when I sit down and I think about a communication aspect, it's like 
I understand a little bit. I may not understand 120 percent, but I understand that he's trying to deliver a message. And the only thing I can do is be understanding to it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's that's what the world needs. A little bit more understanding. You know what I'm saying? We can't be so quick to judge people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even like when it comes to communication, if you're the person trying to give a message or say something, you also have the ability, have to have the ability to recognize when someone just isn't getting it as well. Mm. Um, because there are just some people who don't care to understand or care to like be actively communicating with you in that circumstance. So sometimes you have to realize like, you know what? I might have to revisit. Word. And I think the way we deliver things is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, like people always say, like it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Um, and that's something I work on actively, like your tone of voice, your body language with the person like um because you can say the same thing but if you say it in a different tone two different times it'll come off differently Mm -hmm. so i think that's also a skill that people need to like kind of brush up on like just like your tone and your delivery of like what you're trying to communicate so you're saying kanye wasn't wasn't delivering yeah so like for example even with him with the (laughs) talking about the slavery thing right Mm -hmm. that's one thing i will never forget um when he talked about like how slavery is a choice he definitely did not communicate that correctly his wording was <laughs> that was a case where it was what he was saying <laughs> exactly. it wasn't just the tone it was also what he was saying like you need right. to communicate properly you need to really formulate your sentences before you open that, your mouth i feel like okay yeah kanye got issues obviously not yeah. everything <laughs> that he says is going to be uh you know where you know 100 right or whatever right. the case is but you know I don't know. He's just he's just trying to push the envelope. That's yeah. all I see it is. That's all I see it as. Well, he's, he's just trying to push I think the he's envelope. doing it in a very inappropriate way and like that's the thing like about communicating, right? You have to be cognizant of like how you're coming off to people. But sometimes all right, imagine Kanye, right? After 5 whatever 10 years being in the industry, keep trying to prove himself. They said he couldn't rap. Now he's a platinum selling artist. Mm-hmm. They said he couldn't do this. They said he couldn't do that. He's constantly fighting. After a while, you lose patience. Yeah. You start snapping on niggas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's understandable, but when you make comments like that, yeah. You have some other things to brush up on. No, I totally understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, totally I'm glad understand. you can understand in this conversation. I understand. <laughs> in this communication. No, I just, exactly. No, I understand where you're coming from. Exactly. That was out of pocket. Yeah. The, the, the 13th Amendment shit, he said that shit, but he, sh- I mean, he was right, but wrong at the same time because the way he said it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just abolishing the 13th Amendment as far as everything that it's standing for and not that fact that, you know, I mean, obviously, the 13th Amendment is like what keeps us from not being enslaved right now right right so pretty much i understand where he was coming from where when he was trying to say it but he just didn't deliver it in the right way you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because like if you abolish it and we don't have if if he wanted to get rid of slavery altogether is what i'm understanding from it Mm because there's different forms exactly right i mean exactly we'll say that negro like you know what i mean but he just didn't know how yeah and i definitely was not and he's bipolar if he's really bipolar then you know say you gotta take that that a condition he's been yeah yeah. oh okay and i think that's another conversation like we need to have you know communicating with people who have mental illness Mm. because that's like you know with your friends they may be depressed like we recently had a friend who had a traumatizing experience and we didn't, he didn't necessarily communicate, you know, that he was having a hard time. So, you know, when he got to a really hard place, 
it was like we were like what the heck like we didn't see this coming so i think you know just being open and understanding that sometimes people aren't going to be able to communicate how they really feel so it's important Mm -hmm. to check on your friends important to like try to wean those little questions out of people especially when they have mental illness like we see how kanye struggles with it yeah but even in that case like with our friend right like i didn't when they uh, told us that I didn't say like oh you should have told me or right. you should I just said okay well I'm here for you like I'm sorry that this is happening because you don't want somebody to ever feel like like you you should never be like oh you should tell me this but or you could have told me this but I might not have been able to not because I don't love and trust you but maybe mm-hmm. because I just don't have the words to tell you and I can barely probably probably grasp it myself and I think a part of communication as well is like um just knowing that when to be silent or mm-hmm. when to not say things as well yeah. like in that case with my friend i didn't really say much all i said is i love you and I, oh my god I, I don't you know i of course i'm shocked that this is going on right and i think people have to learn sometimes like when a friend is coming to you or just in general when somebody's talking to you they're not necessarily looking for a response right that's, that's true factual. yeah they just want they just want you to hear it Right, because I'm real good. I'm going to be honest. If people come to me, I'm real good at just go ahead and giving my advice, even if they didn't. I never think in the moment, like, oh, maybe they just wanted to tell me and just have someone hear it. I always just volunteer advice. So, like, moving forward, I think a goal of mine is to, like, ask someone, like, did you want my advice or did you just want me to listen? I'm the and same then, way, little cute, though. But, I, yeah, I, I offer advice a lot also, but it's like, you know, sometimes you just got to let people live. Mm-hmm. You know? That's very true. Yeah, because sometimes it's hard, especially when you have a really connection, like a connection with the person, mm-hmm. and he's like, I love you, and I think you should be doing X, Y, and Z. Right. But I'm going to keep that to myself until you, you're you ready to hear that from me. Because yeah. sometimes you just don't want to hear that. Like, I just need somebody to vent to. Like, right. I just need somebody to tell I had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I'm wrong, I just want you to hear my frustration. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, as human beings, like, we're natural. It's natural for us to react in a certain mm-hmm. way, so. Right. And then we end up kind of, like, putting how we feel on other people when it's not about us. Mm -hmm. So I think that's... Yeah, projecting. Oh, my God. 2019. That's the campaign, yo. That's the campaign. Oh, my God. I listened to a podcast yesterday (laughs) in the episode. She was talking about projecting. And I was just like, people do this shit, like, every single day. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really wild. And, like... Like, to, most people, you think to yourself, like, okay, you're smart enough not to put, like, your shit on other people, but it's really not that simple. Like, it's very easy to, like, put, like, this person don't got nothing to do with whatever you're feeling, but you find a way to, like, project some, like, deeper trauma onto them. So. I have a question for you. Do you ever feel like when, like, say you have friends or family and you just be like, I don't want to hear that right now. Is there a way you do it or you just, like, kind of, like, sneak away from the, like, situation? I honestly just, like, for example, my mom. Sometimes my mom be telling me some stuff and I don't want to hear I just... Stop talking to me, yo. <laughs> <laughs> not the moms. <laughs> anybody, like, yo, stop talking to me. Or I just, like, literally just, I don't see them no more. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? I'm just, like, walking away. I'm, you know, separating myself. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'm I, I'm not quick to do it, but I know when is my limit before my patience runs out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at that point, it's like, I got to walk away or else I'm going to be, like, really snapping you know what I mean? so 
Yeah, I mean, I only ask that because when we're talking about projecting other things onto people, so like sometimes you get that feeling like, yo, bro, I do not want to hear this right now because you're projecting your frustrations onto me. And it's like, I don't want to hear it. Exactly. Because <laughs> then you start to feel that weight on your back. Yeah. Well, it's just like, well, like projecting is more, it's not like somebody just like venting. Mm-hmm. That's more so like, okay, for example, let's say. When me and Dorian started this podcast, I already tried to start a podcast with somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. And if Dorian does something that the other person did, I'm going to immediately treat her away because of this thing that somebody else did to me. Mm-hmm. When in reality, that's not at all what's about to go down. But I'm projecting, like, that past experience onto you. Well, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. She wouldn't even have to do... She wouldn't even necessarily have to do something that... Right. Like, if any inkling gave like, me feelings of... It would just be like... It would know. be me projecting it on you. I mean, people even do with, it a lot. Yeah. People do it a lot. Like, mm-hmm. as far as, like... Like, say me, for example, right? I'm mm-hmm. a young black dude, and I happen to drive a nice car or whatever, right? So, my car... Like, all right, I know, all right, beyond all of that shit, I have, I know what my financial situation is. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers that ain't got, what, I'm, all right, let's just, <laughs> put, all right, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Motherfuckers tend to make it seem like their struggle is your struggle just because, you know what I'm saying? Whatever yeah. the case is, like, I work, I work at the same job as you, but. You think that I'm struggling the same way you're struggling just because we're making the same money, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? Just, like, that's the type of projecting I'm talking about. Like, okay, and then yeah, they that's start, projecting And then they well. talk to you like that, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, I'm me and you are you. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to act like we're the same person because we're not. Right. You know right. And that's the type of projecting I'm really talking about. Yeah, that's definitely a type. That's, like, I forget the name for it, but it's, like, assuming that someone else is kind of, like in the same realm as you because yeah. of X, Y, and Z factors. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just don't feel like it. Like, listen, I already know you about to come this way talking about X, Y, and Z. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't bring it to me. And, like, people, I think frustration is another way of communicating because if somebody was to bring that type of energy to me, I'll be frustrated. And then they're upset because I'm frustrated. And it's like, now we're, now like, where do we go from here? Yeah. Bad and frustrated. And right. <laughs> not the way to live it's not at all and i don't know yeah, that's what i i mean that's 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 how i like i mean i like to try to spread happiness you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. even if you know my even if some of my songs or whatever the case is ain't necessarily that's just what i was feeling at that time right. in my life you know what i'm saying but uh yeah i try to you know when i'm when i go around in, in the world i try to at least you know whenever i interact with people i try to leave a good impression on them, you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. you know whatever the case is so i feel like if people were a little bit more, you know, considerate of others and a little bit more humble and, and mm. not so, like, you know, so headstrong all the fucking time, mm-hmm. then we could go somewhere as a society. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think we could be very far. Even when it comes to, like, you know, politics, I feel like a lot of times in politics, everyone's trying to get their point across, but no one's trying to be understanding and listen to, like, what mm-hmm. the other person is coming Everybody from with their views. Power. Yeah. Power and money is, is, is evil as fuck for real, for real. But it's not, it's not that, it's the people that want it. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like the want for power and the want for money will make the best people do some ugly ass shit. That's you know true. Right. So. That's true. You know, and politics is a dirty ass game. A yeah. dirty game, a dirty mm-hmm. game. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like sometimes, like, in your music, you're able to, not in a political way, but definitely help people to do the right thing and the right choices for themselves and their community? Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely try to uh, put little keys in, in my music sometimes to that so that when somebody listens to it, they would be like, that's a good idea. Maybe that's, you know, what I need to be doing. Right. Like, one of my freestyles that I put on Instagram, I, was, I, I said, uh, how you spending cash don't invest at all. That shit don't make no sense at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, so hopefully somebody hears that shit and they like, all right, maybe I need to stop spending so much and yeah. invest a little bit of this money. You dig what I'm saying? So just a little shit like that. Shoot. That's what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's little things. Like, there's this app called Robinhood where you could literally, like, you know, put $100 in there and buy a couple different stocks and see if it makes some money for you. You know what I'm saying? But mm. you really got to. You really got to study what what drones you want to get into. I right. think I've seen okay. it because I've been trying to look up some apps for it, like stock, and you know, to start an investment. Mm-hmm. But are you? Do you use that app? Yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I play around with it. I'm not mm-hmm. like, you know, but I'm had to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's a. It's a good thing to do. I mean, whatever the investment is, whether it's, you know, buying a car to flip it or buying mm-hmm. a house to mm-hmm. flip it or investing in a house instead of, you know, paying for, you know, your rent or whatever the case is. Because if you have good enough credit, you could get a mortgage that's, you know, around the same or cheaper than rent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's all about yeah. investing in your future. I'm not literally meaning, like, investing, you know as far as, like, stocks or whatever, but just mm-hmm. invest in your future. Save some money, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stack that shit so that sometime down the line you can actually do something bigger with it, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Did you always have this mindset to, like, invest in your future, or was there, like, someone who brought it to your attention, like, it's important to invest in your future, pay attention to mortgages and stocks and stuff like that? I mean, honestly, like, in all honesty... I I have always had, okay, so before my pops died, I didn't feel such a sense of responsibility to actually move forward with all these things that I've had on my mind or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But once my pops passed, you know, all his responsibility became my responsibility. So now I got, I got a lot, I got a lot more things to take care of so it's like I need to take what I have and make sure that I can build it to where my family don't ever gotta fucking struggle for the rest of you know for the rest of however this fucking earth is gonna be here you know what I'm saying (laughs) like and that's 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 really Mm -hmm. where it's at because I still got family in Africa that I gotta send money to and shit you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. because they ain't got no way to make money for themselves type shit you know what I'm saying so you know the world ain't as sweet as motherfuckers think it is. Yeah, you know that's true. Like, it's not so. Yeah. Just I guess responsibility. Responsibility made me start looking into different avenues and different stuff. But I was always resourceful. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like making off, making money off YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like made my way up and started making money off it. So it's like you know, mm. you just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta take risks, take chances. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and stay consistent. Just yeah. keep going with it. 
What do you have to say to people who are afraid to take risks? Because I know, like, for a long time, that was my issue. Like, mm-hmm. I was afraid to take that leap of faith mm-hmm. into the next venture. Like, do you have any, like, type of encouraging words or any experience that made you want to be like, you got to do it, just push through? All I got to say, honestly, is make, okay, calculate your risks. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that you're not going to lose more than you gain. And if you and if you lose what you're what you're risking... It won't hurt you at the mm-hmm. end of the day. You know what I'm saying. So you have to. It's all about calculated risks, and you just have to. Uh, you gotta. You gotta. You just gotta be able to make sure that whatever you're going to do, you studied, and you and 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 it's see. You can't gamble. Mm. When you risk, you can't gamble. You have to make mm. sure that you actually studied what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And fucking do it, and find a, a path that's right for you. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever that risk is, it can be a small risk or it can be a big risk. You can be risking fifty dollars. You can be risking ten dollars. You can be risking ten thousand dollars. Whatever the case is, as long as you've studied what you're trying to do, and you calculate what risk you are comfortable with, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. in life, without risks, you're gonna stay stagnant. Like. That's blank period. a good point. And I'm glad you clarified you can't get risk and gamble aren't in the same category. Yeah, not at all. And I think a lot of people think that because, you know, you're, you're taking a gamble. Yeah. Yeah. But no, not at all. Because like a gamble, you literally just like I, I know my odds are, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what my odds are, but I'm going to just throw this money in the basket. But with a calculated right. risk. You're like, my odds are one out of three that I, this is going to happen or one out of five or, you know, one out of two, whatever the case is. And then you're like, all right, so based off of that, I know that I can use this much of whatever mm-hmm. time is in, is money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Money is money. So whatever you're doing, it's like I can use this much amount of X to put into that and risk it in order to try to gain off of it. But mm-hmm. as long as you're not going backwards... You know what I'm saying? After you risk that, then that's fine. You know right. What I'm yeah, and that makes sense. So, like, I'm pretty sure you're a person who take who has taken a lot of risk in your mm-hmm. music career. Like, Definitely. starting out with the band, well, a group, I should mm-hmm. say, and now doing your solo career. Right. Do you, what's the next risk for you? I mean, I I risk it every day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here. I mean, like, I'm. it's not like, I don't, you know, I'm not no drug dealer or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a job. You feel right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm out here working you feel what i'm saying mm-hmm. but it's like uh every every monetary amount i mean i risk money all the time on this shit buying beats right i don't know if this song is gonna go anywhere i'm still putting 75 yeah. i'm still putting 75 dollars on the beat you know what i'm saying right 250 dollars for a music video Da-da-da-da-da. photo shoot this this and that it's all business investments i mean me personally i have an llc so these are tax write-offs also but yeah. Which is another thing. We gotta we gotta we gotta make actual business so that yeah. you can actually like for example, this time that you're spending on this rental space. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you had an LLC for y'all John and Rec and Rec hooked me up with the with the lawyer that did my LLC. Oh okay. And he, and he gave us he gave me a discount based off that shit. But if y'all made an LLC for this shit, y'all could use the mm-hmm. money whatever this on your taxes as a write off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case is. So yeah, well, I mean just little just little shit like that that the right. white man yeah. don't tell us. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> no one would have told us if you didn't say that Word. just now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like my for example, my crib, like my LLC 
my business, I work out my crib. So I got my studio and shit like that. So like my bills, internet, gas, electric, all of that shit, right off. You dig what I'm saying? Hmm. Like <laughs> That's a very smart venture. You gotta be financially savvy also. You know you gotta you can't listen to what people tell you. You gotta go and yeah. get the information yourself. You dig what I'm saying? Because people out here, it's a doggy dog world. People are gonna fucking try to steer you wrong all the fucking time. Mm. You dig know what I'm saying? They will Mm. backhand you and smile in your face at the same damn time you dig what i'm saying so you just gotta go and get information and read right. yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah. people will definitely give you anything exactly. if you let them exactly That's yeah crazy. so we kind of ventured off from our main topic so i want to kind of get us back onto there but that was a good conversation though. it was it was it definitely was <laughs> take some notes yeah <laughs> but i think i wanted to also touch on like you were t- talking about risk. I think that another risk, like, with just in communication, though, is, like, not being direct. I think when you're not direct with people, that can, like, run the risk of, you know, things being miscommunicated or things not being able to be to the best of their ability because mm-hmm. of that. Um, I just feel like, because I've had circumstances, like, at work where, like, instead of, like, the person in charge coming directly to you, they send someone who is on the same level as you Mm -hmm. to talk to you. Mm. And it's just kind of like, okay, that communication is not really doing that. Not really helpful. Yeah. Have you, like, experienced that, like, just working with people? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, all the time. Uh, I I don't know. I guess not being direct comes from... uh, just l- lack of wanting confrontation. Mm. Mm. You know, confrontation is a is a scary thing for a lot of people, uh, but it has to happen. But the thing is, yeah. I don't understand why people think direct equals that it has to be a confrontation. It doesn't. But people are afraid of the conversation. I mean, of the confrontation, so they don't even take that route. Right. Because right. They're afraid of it. They're like, I don't even want this to occur. So let, yeah. me, let me steer away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think when it comes to not being direct, people think like, I'm not going to get the response I want. So I'm just going to avoid being direct with this person because I know I'm not going to get the response that I want out of this situation. So I'll send someone else so that way they can deal with it and whatever response they get, they get. That way I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> that's, I know, that's understandable. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, to each their own, as we said. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own routes. But uh, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Things got to get resolved. So. Yes. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just you know, big boy st- either stick up. through it. I don't know, like, cause I've had multiple situations where you know, like, one of my homies that we don't really, we ain't, we ain't see eye to eye like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And whatever the case is, and now you know, you know, we 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 parted ways pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta. I guess you gotta see what's worth it, mm-hmm. and. Make a decision. Yeah, I think that's true. But I just like, think like when you're the boss of something or the the head person, you should not. You should be direct. I feel like that's a part of being a leader, like yeah. knowing how to be direct. And if you don't have that ability, then maybe we should be rethinking like your leadership role, because a leader is not afraid to like lead the people, and leading the people factual. means telling them that they're not doing this and they're they that's need factual. to be doing that. But so as as you were saying earlier, it's all about how you say it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying, and not what you say. So 
yeah, as far as being a leader, you got to be able to listen to the people that you're leading. Say, okay, maybe that maybe you're right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Let me take a step back, actually assess myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody's perfect in this world. Mm-hmm. So you got to, you know, a little humility and a little a little being humble, you know, takes you a long way, a little mm-hmm. patience. Yeah. It's all about being stern. I think people, when they think of stern, they think, oh, it means mean, it means mm-hmm. bad. Like, no, you can still be stern with a situation and get your point across and, you know, let the person know I'm being direct with you. I'm not trying to be rude, but this is what it is. And we have to come to some type of mutual agreement. Like, there's, there's I don't think there's anything negative connected to the word stern. No, I don't either. I, stern, in my eyes... Because I, I use the same word to, to describe myself. Because stern is like, I'm not taking no bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm being mean, but I'm not going to allow you. Because people are manipulative at that yeah. yeah. also. So people will try to make, will victimize themselves quick as fuck when they're the aggressor. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, you know <laughs> what I mean? I'm not going to steer off of my path just because you're trying to, you know, steer me off of it. You know, right. I know what's right. I know what's wrong. So. That's what I'm going for, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. type shit. So, have you ever felt like, feel like, all right, I got to be stern with this person? Did you ever feel like a little worry or a little anxious or a little anxiety? At the end of the day, if somebody, if somebody doesn't want to take what I'm saying the right way, they're not going to take it the right way. And mm. if they don't take it the right way, I'm going to just, you know. It's nothing you can do. Yeah, shrug mm-hmm. shoulders and, you know, Kanye shrug, as they say, and just walk <laughs> away, take shit, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, you know, what can I do? I've, I tried. Right. Yeah, because even when you do feel that way, you just have to, like, do it. Like, you mm-hmm. can't be scared. Because don't get me wrong, I'm a teacher, and when I'm in the class, I have certain students who have, like, these nasty-ass attitudes, and I'm like, oh, my I'm God, sure. like, I got to talk to such and such, like, Word. she about to pop off. But I have to do it. I have to be stern with you because you're not about to run up over me in my class or right. bully this other kid right in front of me so Factual. I gotta be stern and it's like I don't feel like dealing with it no right. I don't feel like now you about to call me a bitch and walk right. out the class now I gotta call the dean da, da, da. Right. Like, that's not your fault you're doing you're doing your, you're doing your job and right. you're doing it right the kid just has to realize like he needs to stop being childish and realize what he's doing wrong yeah. and stop victimizing himself in that situation or whatever because now he's mad at you for what because he was being a dumbass in class <laughs> like, you know what I mean? yeah and I think one technique you that I found mean? just with people in general when they're like in a nasty mood or want to yell you just talk really calm like yeah. it pisses them off like Smile yesterday me and my mom were talking about something and she's like getting all mad and screaming I just said mom I'm talking really normal I said I don't understand why you she's like okay you're or the person can have the reaction like, did they just keep getting mad because you're not getting mad? So mm-hmm. I actually find it kind of funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Because like you're getting so upset and I'm talking super calm and it doesn't need to be that type of screaming match. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. right, exactly. I think the only situation with that, I hate when like, so we're both at a yelling match mm-hmm. and then the other person tried to talk calm. Like we both wasn't just screaming at each other. Right. Like I was but like, oh my God. But somebody has to come to the realization like a screaming isn't working so somebody needs to start talking Yeah, calm, no, but, for yeah. sure. But it's like, you was just yelling at me five minutes ago. Now, all of a now sudden, you, ma- yeah, like come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, it was like they probably realized in a conversation like that person's yelling, I'm yelling, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Somebody needs to calm down to have this conversation. Yeah. Um, I, I think understand. me and Dorian actually mm-hmm. had a, a situation like that before. Y'all seemed like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we definitely did. Yeah, me and her were like going back and forth, and I was like, all right, let me stop yelling because it wasn't, we both just, mm-hmm. you know, we wasn't like bitch or nothing like mm-hmm. that, but we were definitely, voices were definitely elevated, mm-hmm. and like frustrations were definitely there. So 
Um, I, I mean, my bad for cutting you off. No, 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 no. I don't know what the circumstances were, but I'm sure. It was on the I, podcast. Word. I'm, I'm just saying, like, personally, I'm, you know, sometimes, you know, shit from the outside world boils over into other things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, things from work might boil right. over here. Whatever the case is. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I just that try to be mindful true. of that sometimes because, you know. You can be you can be angry at something totally different, and then now you just mad at me. Yeah, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, that's true. I've definitely experienced people like be being mad about too. something else and then taking it out. Like mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, is I think it's easy to do it. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do it. Like if I'm upset and it's just like you're here, so let me just take it out exactly. on you. Because right. I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a cancer. So hey, I'm, me too. Word. What's your birthday? Uh-huh. July 16th. All right, I'm June 27th. Word. Cancer uh, Nation, you know. Word. But, uh, yeah, uh, what did I say? So I'm a cancer, so I'm emotional, right? So, like, <laughs> emotional, right? So, like, I just, I just think I'm good at picking up people's vibes. Yeah. That's what I call it. They call it emotional. I'm just vibey. But uh, in I any case, yeah, once I get mad, though, like, I'm, I'm mad. It's hard to get me mad, but once I'm there, it's kind of like my, it's a reason. my mood is ruined, and I'ma just have the shit face all the whole time. You know, <laughs> they just bad as fuck. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know I mean, sometimes that that trigger is what is what takes it over the over the joint. You know I mean? Yeah, I think so. I can agree because I'm a fellow cancer, mm-hmm. and it's just like we analyze it, we go back. All right, we come back. It's still happening. It's still happening. And now we're at this point. It's like it's boiling over. Like mm-hmm. I, I gotta express how I feel mm-hmm. at this yeah. point. Exactly. So shout out to the cancers out there. You know what I'm <laughs> okay. Gang, gang, gang. 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 <laughs> but it's nothing like a Leo, though. Hey, uh, I mean, I, I, I ain't gonna argue. I ain't gonna argue. Hey, man, Leo Nation. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Leos are different in the way that. We think we're right, uh, and if you're not making sense, we really could care less about what you're saying. Word. I definitely think that's a, <laughs> like, but I work on that because I'm not gonna let astrology rule exactly. the way I treat people that I care exactly. about. That's so, true. That's, that's one thing I'm working on. That's that's another thing with that shit. Is like yeah. people actually allow it to dictate how they're how they. But I'm a such and such, so exactly. right. It's like, like, come on, that's not a fucking excuse, dog. Like right. <laughs> you have control exactly. over right. what you're doing. Exactly. exactly. Right. Yeah. Because you know even Dorian was like, yeah, or you know, you could be dismissive when like you know I'm saying something or somebody's trying to tell you how they feel mm-hmm. and you don't really understand it. And I was like, that's true, and I'm gonna work on it. You mm-hmm. know, it's still a work in progress. Because I I definitely do this. I definitely do that to my students. I just be like, go, go ahead. And then I'll revisit them. Like, you know what? I, I apologize. Like, that wasn't okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's the thing. Accountability and, like, at least revisiting something. Like, maybe you weren't perfect in that moment, but right. if you can come back to it. Yeah, I can imagine you in a classroom. That is <laughs> probably a funny sight. <laughs> you know Y'all have to record something one day. You're shit out to these kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. How old are they? Oh, so they oh alright. So they they yeah they, they probably they probably give you a, pro- a hard time up in there. It's cool though. Yeah, they they, they love me. Yeah. At you. No no no. I feel like the fifth <laughs> <laughs> Why would that be like <laughs> the young boys they are the like yeah, yeah. that makes sense. They try, no, they, they never try to do that. Up. When I used to work at when I used to work at Martin Luther King, that's that's where it was cracking on you. Yeah, yeah the twelfth graders. <laughs> oh, but 12th when I worked graders. at King, I was twenty-two, so I was word. only like four years older than them. Word. So like, 
They probably nah, like, you can get it too, Miss Hart. Right. <laughs> no, right. I cannot. Catching no felonies for your ass. Right. right. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's why I never really understood. Like when I'm seeing all these teachers like in the media, like yeah. with kids, I'm just like, you willing to like risk, risk your all. check for someone who doesn't even have a job. Who might, be at, who might be at Wendy's with that's, a paycheck. Right, that's right. literally risking it all. That's like the definition right. of that shit, right? Like literally. Right, that's crazy. I don't know why people put themselves in like those situations. Like, mm-hmm. I think... Emotions. A, yeah, self-control. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have some... Like, you mean to tell me you can't have self-control around children? Like, you feel me? In fact. It's crazy, man. That is the world we live in. Yes. The world is very interesting. Mm. Very. So we're winding down, though, guys, for this episode. Um, Is there anything you want to say to our viewers before we, like, Uh, anything about you you just didn't get to say that you really want us to know? Uh... Y'all can go check out my new music video, <laughs> My Energy, you feel what I'm saying? Facts, <laughs> link in my bio on uh, my uh, Instagram, which is B.Lyrical with a K, which is L-Y-R-I-K-A-L. Uh, I got I got my full website dropping soon. I got my landing page up now, though, so y'all can go check that out. Awesome. Uh, links to all my music there, so rarefewsociety.com, R-A-R-E-F-E-W, society.com, y'all got it. Uh that's about it. Did you have a good time on our show? Of course, yeah. It was a very, very, very uh, good conversation that we had. Enjoyable time, you know what I'm saying? And um, mm-hmm. if y'all invite me back, I'll definitely be back. Oh, you'll be back. Oh, for <laughs> sure, for sure. <laughs> bet, bet, and bet. guys, of course, don't forget to follow me and Dorian on our platforms at EJT Pod, And, um, you know, follow us on our personal pages at Dorian Black and Heartcatcher. Facts. And also, don't forget about our 1K Streams giveaway. Yes. Hey! Two <laughs> Yeah. the Sill show in DC, so make sure you guys are, uh, you know, like participating in that. Fuck yeah! Yeah, <laughs> y'all better participate to get them tickets, yeah. Before I get them Jones, yeah. Me participate, yeah. Somebody go get them shits. You wanna? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We see y'all later. Deuces. <laughs>